Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number three of TCRG to CEO Radio. This is your host, Courtney J. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. And if you are a repeat listener, thanks for coming back. Today's episode is going to be all about the TCRG exam process, what it looks like, what it's for, what it allows you to do, and how you should start preparing if you would like to be an Irish dance teacher in the future. My goal for this episode is to make it as inclusive to all organizations as possible. However, my own experience comes from Ancomishun or CLRG. So bear that in mind as we talk about the specifics of the exam. If you would like to align yourself with a different organization, make sure to check out their processes. Just one more quick disclaimer, this episode was recorded in November of 2018. So if you're listening to this in the future, make sure you double check that all of the processes described in this episode haven't changed. A lot of times new rules are added, sometimes sections are deleted, rules change, and it's always best to double check before you get too involved in the process. But first, some exciting updates. My website is live. It is www.courtneyjtcrg.com. You can go to the podcast page to find the application to be on the show and to subscribe to the email list that gets notifications when the podcast goes live. So if you want to be an early listener, make sure you go there or apply for your chance to be on the show. The other exciting update I have is our Facebook community, especially for TCRG to CEO radio listeners, is open and ready for you to jump into. I would love for you guys to go to the group, request to join, and jump in. We can discuss the episodes as they come out. We can connect with each other, support each other, and just be a place for each other to network and see each other in the virtual world. So if you'd like to join the group, you can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash TCRG to CEO. So without further ado, let's talk about what the TCRG is. So it's a term, an abbreviation really, for a long Irish name that I'm not going to butcher for you, that essentially means a certified teacher. Now, CLRG and Oncogal use this title, however, other organizations differ. Um, If you're with CRN, for example, they have a two-tier system for their teachers that have gone through their exam process. In whatever organization you're with, this title allows the teacher to have a school that's recognized by the chosen governing body. Your certification essentially establishes you as someone who has chosen to align with a certain governing body, the rules that accompany it, and the competition structure that they provide. So with CLRG, it is the largest organization. There are schools all around the globe, whereas other organizations like Oncogal, for example, is really based around smaller geographic area with different schools starting to pop up a little bit more. I know there's a school in Florida um, of the United States. I believe there's one in Ohio. So Oncogal is starting to grow its membership. The same with WIDA. WIDA is originally based in Europe, but 
different schools are popping up. And the interesting thing about WIDA and CRN, as well as a couple other smaller organizations, is that they allow a open platform structure. And all this means is you can, if you are, let's just say you live somewhere really, really remotely, you're able to enter yourself in a competition, not underneath a teacher or a school. Obviously, this allows Irish dance to spread to areas where there might not be a teacher or a school already established. And both of these organizations allow teachers to undergo their certification process as well. Now, it's also important to note that even within On Commission, not every instructor necessarily needs to be a TCRG. While that would be amazing, it's also not always practical. So when you're looking at teaching as a profession, consider whether you want to open your own school, in which case you will absolutely need to be a TCRG. Or if you are looking to teach with an established school or a school with a TCRG already. If that's something that appeals to you, you can certainly get your feet wet, start teaching. It will help you on the exam process that we'll talk about in a little bit. But you don't need to have that TCRG in hand when you go to start teaching initially. So with that said, let's start talking about the Ankhmishun TCRG exam. Now, as of January 2018, CLRG has required the completion and passing of all 12 grade exams before they can become eligible to apply for the TCRG exam. Now, the grade exams are 12 bite-sized exams that take a dancer from their very, very first light jig and easy reel all the way through their set dances, advanced hornpipes and treble jigs, and even the Kaylee dances and traditional sets. So as defined by CLRG, the purpose of the grade exam scheme is to provide a structured framework within which dancers can work towards an achievable goal and to provide a strong foundation in Irish dance. Grade examinations are unlike competitions in that each candidate is individually examined and receives a detailed written assessment of their performance and knowledge of the grade being attempted. The scheme consists of an optional preliminary grade followed by 12 grades with each one becoming increasingly more demanding on the candidate's skill, knowledge, and ability. All 12 grade examinations must be completed to be eligible to apply for the TCRG exam. Now, the grade exams are a really great option to accompany dancers through their journey of Irish dance. In theory, you could have great exams right at your studio, and at the end of each year, dancers could take the corresponding grade that goes with their class level. Competitive students would love that detailed written assessment that it quoted, and your non-competitive students would have a structured framework to kind of use as a rubric of how they're doing. So grade one, for example, is the easy reel and the easy light jig. So as long as your students had 40 bars, two and a half steps of each of those dances, they could sit grade one. So as a teacher who loves structure, I'm a huge fan of the grade exams. I think they're a great option and they allow those more recreational dancers or ones that don't compete as much 
to have something externally to work towards. We all know that there are kids that if they just had their annual recital to kind of look forward to at the end of the year, they might not learn as much or work as hard. Whereas if they knew they were going to show their skills to an examiner at the end of the year, they would probably have the motivation to polish everything up, uh, know their steps, and work on their technique. Now, the other side of the grade exam requirement is maybe you are my age, you're older, you're 27, 28, 29, 30, maybe even older. You have danced your entire life and you want to become a teacher. I don't know about you, but I had never heard of the grade exams until I was in college. So even if I wanted to take them, I didn't know that they existed, so I didn't know where to go and get them, where to take them, what material was required. So if you're kind of retrospectively trying to take the grade exams, I can see how it would be a major hurdle for you to have to jump. I know of dancers that have had to fly or travel all around the country to try and get their exams in, and there are rules that we'll talk about a little bit later about the grade exams. And one of the other big drawbacks is obviously the expense. I had gone through the minimum exam fee uh, syllabus and added up all of the costs of the grade exams. And it was almost equivalent of the entire TCRG exam. So while it's a great revenue source for the organization, for the candidates, it essentially doubles the cost of the exam. So I can see how if you were trying to become a TCRG, this would be something that you would really have to overcome and you would really have to be dedicated to doing them before you get started. So let's talk about the grade exam syllabus so that you guys know what you're in for if you are a dancer taking the grade exams along the way or if you're an older candidate looking to retroactively go through your exams. So the general idea of the exams is that they start off easy. So what you would be dancing if you were a beginner, and it goes all the way through pretty logically. There are a couple things in there that I'm not sure why they're put in that order. All the way through your traditional sets, some Kaylee's, and then into your advanced or champ level choreography complete with set dances. So the rules outlined in their syllabus says, number one, only basic steps may be danced in the preliminary grade and grades one, two, and three. So you can't show up at the exam with a prize winner reel for grade one because it's supposed to be the basic reel. Number two, the, the number of bars of music to be danced for all reels, single or hop jigs, light jigs, slip jigs, heavy jigs, and hornpipes is 40. You can't show up to the grade exams with just two steps. You need two and a half. Now, if you're not already in champ level, this might seem a little bit strange. But in Ireland, for example, students have prepared multiple steps of each of their dances. And they may only compete two at feshes, and sometimes they go longer. Number three, St. Patrick's Day, Blackbird, Garden of Daisies, Job of Journey Work, King of the Fairies, Three sea captains and jockey to the fair, i.e. all of the traditional set dances, must be performed in a traditional style and manner. Now, this is something that's always a little bit up for interpretation, whatever the traditional style and manner is. However, CLRG has gotten 
much more communicative about what they mean by that. They've posted a couple video links to the way they would like boxes done, and I'll make sure I link those in the show notes for you. Number four, the same set dance must not be performed in more than one of the grades from 9 to 12 inclusive. So talking about set dances, in this context, it means your champ set dances. So on grade 9, for example, you need two modern set dances, one in jig time and the other in hornpipe time. Okay, so that's two. In grade 10, you need two more. Same thing, one in jig, one in hornpipe. In grade 11, you need two set dances again, and you have to submit five, and they can't be the same as grades nine or 10. So if we've done two in grade nine, two in grade 10, and we're submitting a list of five, that means in theory you have nine set dances. Then we get to grade 12, where you need two more set dances selected from that list of five. So if you'd like to go all the way through the grade exams, expect to have nine completely different set dances prepared. Now, I think that's a lot, personally, but maybe if you have been dancing since you were eight and you continue all the way up through age 20, you will have nine completely different set dances. Or maybe if you don't, this is a good time to test your choreography skills. So there's definitely ways to work around this and make sure that you have the choreography that you need. Number five, a dancer must take all grades in order, beginning with grade one, right? The preliminary grade is optional. So I'm not exactly sure why one would take the preliminary grade, especially since it covers the same thing that is on grade one. The only difference is that you're choosing real or light jig. So maybe for your very, very first time out beginners, if you were to offer this in conjunction with their classes, that might be something that you want to think about. But in terms of candidates looking to get their TCRG, I recommend skipping the preliminary grade. Number six, Candidates must be able to adequately demonstrate practical and theoretical knowledge of all Kaylee dances as per Onranka Kaylee as specified in the syllabus for grades 5 through 12 inclusive. So this is talking about the Kaylee dances. And while I don't have experience with the grade exams, everyone that I have known that has gone has had to answer questions describing the movements. I can't find the source of where this comes from. But dancing the Kaylee isn't something that you're going to do on your grade exam. By all means, you should be prepared to do it, especially if you do have that theoretical knowledge of it. You should be able to turn it into practice as well. But you would need to be able to answer questions about the movements, name the movements, know what the number of bars for each movement is, if there's a chain or some kind of movement that involves hands, which hands are being used and when. Now, the Kayleys that are included on the grade exams, in grade five, we have the Walls of Limerick, which that makes sense to me because it's seen as the introductory kind of Kaylee. It's very short and it sets up movements for later. In grade six, we have the Siege of Ennis. In grade seven, we have the Forehand Reel. In grade eight, the Humors of Bandon. Grade nine, the High Called Cap. Grade 10, the Eight Hand Jig. Grade 11, the eight-hand reel and the harvest time jig. 
And in grade 12, we have the Morris reel and the 16 hand reel. So you have a really comprehensive um, look at the Kayleys on those on the grade exams. Number seven, dance costumes should not be worn. Um, I know this seems silly to people that know about the grade exams, but if you're a first timer, that's super important. A lot of people dress like they were going to an audition on their grade exams or even their TCRG exam when the dancing was on there. Number eight, all candidates must produce previous reports before proceeding to higher grades. Reports must be presented at examinations. Now, this is my top tip for you. Do not lose your grade exam certificates. Make copies of them and store them in a folder dedicated for grade exams because you will need to produce these at some point. Whether you get lucky and don't have to produce it for your next exam, you will need proof that you have completed and passed the exams for your TCRG application. Number nine, grade 11 may only be attempted by candidates at least 16 years of age. So you must be 16 or older to do grade 11. And similarly, rule number 10 states that grade 12 may only be attempted by candidates at at least 17 years of age. So even if you've flown through grades one through 10 by the time you're 12, you still need to wait until you're 16 to take grade 11. Number 11, a special application form and certificate slash diploma will apply for grades 11 and 12. Now this is probably because CLRG um, takes grades 11 and 12, those kind of final exams before the big TCRG exam, they make sure that you have had different examiners. Later on, it continues to say that you need at least four examiners up to grade 10, and then you need two different examiners for grades 11 and 12. Your teacher is able to choose the examiner up through grade six, and then after that, the Uteros appoints an examiner for you. And there's a rotation list that they keep. Rule number 12, we already mentioned briefly, all 12 grade examinations must be completed to be eligible to apply for the TCRG exam effective from January 1st, 2018. So all this means is you need to have completed, which I take to mean done and given your result and certificate before you apply for the TCRG exam. Rule number 13, the oral Irish exam must be done for grades one through four in Ireland. Now, this means if you are going to be living and teaching in Ireland. Um, there's a whole section of the grade exam link that I will include in the show notes that goes through the Irish exam if you are someone who lives or plans to work in Ireland. And finally, number 14, dancers taking the exams must be associated with a currently registered CLRG teacher. Now, this makes perfect sense for dancers that are moving through the grade exams in conjunction with their classes. Now, this gets tricky for dancers, like we talked about earlier, that are older, have maybe been retired for a while. They might have moved away for career reasons and aren't with their original dancing school anymore, but want to take their exam. This can be a little bit tricky because you were part of a school when you were younger or were part of a school through your retirement but maybe you are not attending regular classes anymore. Maybe you're not in the same area as the school you were affiliated with. 
Well, to do your grade exams, you do need to be affiliated with the school. So this just poses a, a little bit of a tricky issue for dancers that are looking to complete their grade exams to tackle. So let's assume you're ready to take your grades. You can take as many as three exams at one time. Numbers 11 and 12 must be taken separately. So if you were to find exams and do them one after the other as soon as you possibly could, it takes two years to get the process done if done perfectly. Grade number one is the easy reel and light jig. Now this is your speed 124 for the reel and 116 for the light jig. If you're in Ireland, you will need to take that oral Irish exam. Remember it's 40 bars. So maybe you have your lead around in your reel, your side step in your reel, then you would need a right foot of another step. The idea is that this material is really, really basic. So whether it's point, 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 hop back, jump two threes, sevens, or a combination thereof, it should be easy enough for first-time dancers to do. Your light jig, same thing. Light jigs only get so only get so difficult, but you get the idea. Number two is your basic slip jig and your basic single jig, both at speeds 124 and the oral Irish again if you're in Ireland. Now, you want these movements to also be what a first year, maybe second year beginner would do. And, or if you're in Ireland, this would be like your Bungrod slip jig and single jig. In grade number three, we're doing the primary reel. So they've put the speed at 116 to 118 and your basic heavy jig at speed 96. So your fast treble jig and then oral Irish if you're in Ireland, because that's on grades one through four. Your primary reel is kind of between advanced beginner and novice if you were someone in North America that doesn't kind of use the same like bun tooth man system. So if that gives you a little bit of idea on the difficulty level that you should prepare and then your basic treble jig should be what your first fast speed treble jig would be. In grade four we have our primary slip jig so speed 120 same recommendation, somewhere between an advanced beginner novice level of difficulty and St. Patrick's Day traditional set accompanied with oral Irish if you're in Ireland. So your St. Patrick's Day is step on the right and left and then set on the right. Grade five is where we get our first Kaylee. It's the Walls of Limerick. In addition to the advanced reel, so anywhere from intermediate to open, any 113 reel. I would caution you against using a straight up novice reel. You want to show that you have a higher difficulty level in you. So whatever your most difficult reel is, you can put it here in grade five. Then you have your basic hornpipe at speed 144. So whatever your fast speed first hornpipe would be, you can use in this exam. So remember that with all the Kayleys, you need the theoretical knowledge as if you were taking the real TCRG exam. You need to know the names of the movements, the total bars in the dance, the total bars of each movement, and all of the movements inside and out. In grade six, we have our advanced slip jig. So again, this is anywhere from intermediate to open, but my personal recommendation would be to use the hardest material that you can execute, as well as the Blackbird traditional set, and then Siege of Ennis as your Kaylee. 
In grade seven, we have our advanced heavy jig. So your slow treble jig that you would use at the highest difficulty level you can master, the Garden of Daisies traditional set, and the forehand reel Kaylee. So one thing I do love about the grade exams is that you have to show all of the traditional set dances. I think that's really important in keeping those part of our tradition. And then in grade eight, we have our advanced hornpipe. So your 113 slow hornpipe. Same recommendation I've made on the others. Use the most difficult material that you can master. We also have the Java Journey Work traditional set and the Humors of Bandon Kaylee dance. In grade nine, we get our first taste of the modern set dances as they're called, or your champ set dance. You're gonna need one in jig time and the other in hornpipe time, as well as the high called cap Kaylee dance. Now, the grade exam syllabus does not specifically say, but we can assume from the TCRG exam that you are not allowed to repeat, I think it's four bar movements. So let's just say you have a rhythm sequence that you're using in one of your set dances. It's not recommended that you repeat that exact same four bar segment in another set dance. In grade 10, you need two more modern set dances, one in jig, one in hornpipe. They have to be different than grade nine, and you need your eight hand jig Kaylee dance. And then that brings us to grade 11, which again, this is one you need to wait until you are 16 or older to take and it must be taken on its own, that's probably because there's a lot in here. So you need your advanced reel, your advanced slip jig, your advanced heavy jig. We would like those to be different than the material that you've shown in the previous exams. Obviously, if you are taking these along the way, you probably do have different material because it's been taken at a different time, people change up their material. If you're retroactively taking these exams, make sure you have different material prepared. Then you have your King of the Fairies traditional set and your list of five set dances of which two will be chosen by the examiner, as well as your eight hand reel and your harvest time jig. So there's a lot to prepare for grade 11. And then again in grade 12, another big lot of material. We have your light jig, your single jig, your advanced hornpipe, hopefully different than what you've shown previously, the three sea captains traditional set, jockey to the fair traditional set, and then that list of five set dances, two more modern set dances to be chosen by the examiner, and then you have your two Kayleys, the Morris reel and the 16 hand reel. So even just talking about this, there's a lot of material either to create, to learn, to polish, to remember. There's just a lot going on in the grade exams. So if you are looking to get started with your grade exams, you need to, first of all, become associated with a school. We talked about the stipulation that you must have a registered teacher preparing you make sure you find a school. If you are in a location where there aren't a lot of schools, maybe reach out to a semi-local school or even the school that you grew up in and ask about taking remote lessons for the purpose of grade exams. There's plenty of teachers out there that would make that accommodation for you. You just need to find them and also start 
organizing your material, take a look at what you already know, put it into kind of its neat little box of what grade it would correspond to, and figure out what holes you have. Let's just say you competed until you were in novice or prize winner, and you might have one advanced reel, or you might have just a slip jig, or maybe you never did slow hard shoe. That's where you would want to start in preparing and give yourself plenty of lead time for that. All right, now I think we're ready to talk about the TCRG exam, which is the next component required to have your certification. We're going to assume that you have already done grades 1 through 12 like we've just discussed. And remember to keep those certificates because you're going to need to submit proof of taking all 12 grade exams with your application. To sit your TCRG exam, you need to be 20 years old or older at the date of the application. So I have a feeling that this age requirement is to make sure that candidates are ready for the amount of work involved. I believe that the grade exams came into effect to make sure that candidates were really serious about going through the exam process before they just kind of threw caution to the wind and applied for their TCRG exam and didn't study. Um, until I took my own exam, I had heard, you know, how it was so hard to pass and the fail rate was really high, but it seems like there were a lot of unprepared candidates coming in and I can see why they might have wanted to weed out some of the people that weren't really prepared to do the work. So there's a section that even goes on to say that a applicant must be recommended by a registered teacher. There is a section on the application where someone has to sign off on it and they are essentially giving a recommendation that you are able to perform the required dances and you are able to study appropriately and they're kind of giving their blessing. The exams are always listed on the CLRG website, which I will put a link to in the show notes so that if you're looking for an exam, you'll be able to find it. And you kind of just always have to look. I know that exams are not as in demand as they were in 2017 when everyone was trying to take their exam before the great exams came into effect. You need to be pretty sure that you are going to commit because your full fee is due at the time of your application and you don't really get your money back. There are lots of fine prints to read when you submit your application with how they will not give you your money back. And now the grade exams essentially took place of the practical test in Irish dance. So there used to be a section where you would come in having prepared a reel, a slip jig, a treble jig, hornpipe, your set dances, etc., and and your traditional sets, and they would select dances for you to perform at the exam. So the great exams are really dragging out that process, expanding that process, and making sure that you have all those fundamentals in place. So that brings us to the second section, which is the written Kaylee dancing test. So when you submit your application, you're given the R and Kakela book, and you need to know all 30 Kaylee dances inside and out, front to back, every movement name, the bar counts, every single movement you need to know. And the reason for this is partially for the written exam, 
And a really great resource that you can use if you're studying is the CLRG website has all of the past written papers uploaded. And this was an invaluable resource when I was studying because I would take an, a written exam every Friday. I would time it so that I knew about how long it took me to finish. Um, that was just something that made me feel more prepared. And it gave me a sense of what the questions were like. It's like any exam where you kind of learn the style of the questions and I could really get comfortable with that. The third section is the practical test in teaching Kaylee dancing. So you will be given um, essentially crash test dummy dancers. So they're brand new to you. You've never taught them before and they may have varying levels of Kaylee experience. You are given those dancers and the examiners select two Kaylee dances for you. An eight hand and another type of Kaylee and you may finish all of it if it's a short one, or they may ask you to start with the body. It's done in about 10 to 15 minutes, so there's no pressure to get through all of it. But it shows that you not only know the theoretical kind of book smart ways of learning the Kayleys, that you can communicate this to actual dancers in a way that they can learn, and obviously that they'll learn it correctly. The next section is the practical test in teaching step dancing. So these same kind of crash test dummy dancers will be selected by the examiners. They might say, teach these two kids a treble jig and you will need to pick out an appropriate step for them and teach it in a way that they can understand. Maybe you need to make some modifications if there's a boy and a girl and show that you are adaptable and can teach under pressure, really. And then the final section for people outside of Ireland is the written music test. It's really a music identification test and making sure that you know the bar counts of each of the set dances. I think this is a really good bonus of the grade exams that people are more familiar with the champ sets and how many bars they contain, what the music is like before the TCRG exam. And finally, if you are someone that is living in Ireland or plans to work in Ireland, there's an oral Irish language test to accompany the TCRG exam as well. So now that you kind of have the overview, let's talk about the sections in depth. Starting with the written Cayley test, you are required to have detailed knowledge of all dances in Arinka Cayley and the question paper will consist of 16 questions. They break down in the syllabus that the questions will be 12 with five marks to add up to 60, and then another four questions with 10 marks. So out of a possible 100 points. The paper will be set in English and also in Irish, and the paper may be answered in English or Irish, or a combination of both languages because CLRG is around in conjunction with the Gaelic League and promoting Irish culture in all different ways. The questions will cover all or most of the 30 dances in the handbook. In my experience, most of the papers address each of the dances, so make sure you know them all. It is possible for candidates to obtain partial marks for answers to questions where the answers are not fully correct. So it's like when you're studying for the SATs, trying to figure out if you should guess or not guess on the written Cayley paper, always guess, always put something down because you might get partial credit. 
the time allowed for answering the paper is two hours. That might seem like a long time, but a lot of the questions, especially those 10 mark questions, require a lot of writing. So be prepared to write out movements in lots of detail. So it's not open book. You need to be able to recall dances pretty quickly. I know one of the tricks that I had used is as soon as you get the paper, you can write down in the margin all 30 dances. So I had a little way of remembering them all just so that you kind of have all the choices available for you. Or if you're trying to think of something, seeing the dance name might jog your memory. And you must pass with 70% or higher for it to be considered a pass. So I know people in the United States are used to the fail mark being at 60%. Well, on the TCRG exam, it's 70. 70 or bust. The next section, the Kaylee teaching test, the syllabus says candidates are required to teach parts of different dances from the handbook Arika Kaylee to a group of dancers. The examiners will choose the dancers and their parts. So all this means is that let's just say you need to teach the high call cap. They will select the eight dancers that you're going to be using. They'll also pick whether you're starting from the top, if you're starting from the body, if you're starting from the figure, if you're doing a certain figure, they will put all that out there for you. In preparing for this section, candidates are advised to study the book in close detail, yes, retweet, and get as much practice as possible in teaching the movements to a group of dancers. And this is invaluable. The more experience you have teaching, the better teacher you will be. It sounds really simple, but a lot of people either don't have access to dancers to teach before they do this, or they have a group of dancers that they're too familiar with. And what I mean by that is they already kind of know you. They are, you already know what they know. It's not like teaching it to a brand new group of dancers that you're assuming knows absolutely nothing. It goes on to say that as part of this section, candidates may be required to demonstrate that they are capable of performing the basic steps required for Kaylee dancing. So sevens, threes, back two threes, all of that. Lilting to indicate understanding of correct timing, rhythm, and tune is essential. Now, this is bolded in the syllabus, and so many people forget this. And it might just because you're not used to doing it inside of your classes. I know that I am not a lilter, and I never will be. But on the exam, they need to see that you have the musicality. And let's just say you're given the Sweets of May. They want you to lilt the tune the Sweets of May, which means you need to know how to do that. So the criteria to obtain your 70% pass mark is you must set up the dancers correctly, know the dance and movements sufficiently, instruct in a clear, concise, and audible manner, guide the dancers through the movements, correct errors in the movements and footwork, break down the movements in a suitable manner, show confidence in practical teaching, have correct music, rhythm, tempo of the music, have discipline when dealing with the dancers, and succeed in teaching the movement. And the best advice I can give, at least in a concise way, is to take control of the exam room as if it was your own class. You don't need to ask the examiner's permission to do things. They want to see that you are confident in your teaching abilities. 
The next section, the step dancing teaching test, and this is where the candidates are required to teach a light and heavy step of different degrees of difficulty as the examiners may request in all or any of the following dances. And they're listed real, slip jig, single jig, light jig, double jig, which is really treble jig, hornpipe, a traditional set dance, or any of the set dances that you submitted. And this syllabus is from when you still did the practical step dancing on the exam. But let's just assume that you could be asked to teach one of your set dances from your grade exams. Um, the examiners will pick the dancers and they will tell you what dance they are doing. But other than that, you need to choose the level of appropriateness. So candidates may also be required to show how they would deal with beginners or very young children, identify and correct faults, and teach basic movements such as rocks, drums, cross keys, etc. To prepare for this test, candidates are advised to have several steps of varying difficulty ready for each of the above dances. They should also have a breakdown of each step prepared in advance in order to facilitate their practical teaching. They should also ensure that the steps they have prepared are not out of time. Again, lilting to indicate understanding of correct time, rhythm, and tune is essential. So what I did just to keep all my steps organized was I just made one big giant table of all of the dance headings at the top and all the levels down the side. And then if there were any like boy modifications or anything like that, I put that in the table as well because I don't know about anyone else, but my head was just exploding full of steps with all of the different possibilities. The criteria for this section, again, it's a 70% pass mark, is check the standard of the dancers. And what they mean by that is once you have your dancers chosen and the dance type selected by the examiners, you are to ask the dancers to show you a step. That way you can kind of see like, oh, okay, yep, they would be about prize winner or they would be championship. And then you can pick a step off of your kind of step bank, which I made that table for, and teach steps of the suitable standard. The examiners also need you to demonstrate the step with relevant time and rhythm, break down the material in a suitable manner, progress at a suitable pace, identify and correct faults in timing, carriage, anything technically related, show confidence in practical teaching, give clear and audible instructions, have discipline when dealing with the dancers, and succeed in teaching the step chosen. So again, take control as if this was your own class. And finally, the music test. I am going to go through this section in detail, but not the Irish. If you are interested in the Irish section, I will leave the syllabus linked in the show notes. So on the music test, 19 set dance tunes are played and the candidates are required to identify the tune by name and state its timing and give the number of bars in the step and the number of bars in the set. The marks for each tune will be allocated as follows. The name of the tune gets you two marks. Timing gets you one mark. So that's the time signature, 682444 or Big Man Within. You got to know exactly what the time signature is. And then the bars in the step and the set is two marks, but only if both are correct. So you can't just say eight bars for the step and then guess 85 billion in the set and expect to get a point. Um, they will only give it to you if both are correct. 
Where a candidate fails to identify the tune, no marks can be earned by identifying the timing or the number of bars in the step and set. So let's just say you're really good at counting bars, but you have no idea what the names of the tunes are. You are not going to do so well. You have to know the name of the tune first. A lot of people recommend listening to the CD that comes with your Kaylee book in the car and really learning the little intricacies of every tune, making up silly rhymes, whatever you need to do to get those melodies to stick in your head. They're also going to play five tunes, the real, slip jig, single jig, treble jig, and hornpipe. And you need to you need to answer and identify each of those as well. There's one mark for each correct answer. And if you have gone through the grade exams and you've gotten this far, I would hope to high heaven that you can identify a reel. The answer sheets must be handed up immediately once the test concludes. And apart from memorizing the names of the tunes, candidates are advised to learn to count the bars in steps and sets. That is another thing that I would hope that you would be able to do if you've made it this far. All right, so after all this in-depth information, I think another episode is going to be needed to detail all of my personal exam experience. So I want to leave this episode off with where to start if you're thinking about getting started or if you're somewhere along the process. I mentioned earlier after the grade exams that a good way to start is to figure out what you know and what you need to learn. And before you get too deep into the grade exams or if you're still not sure kind of where you'd like to take this, decide what organization you want to be with and then get familiar with their exam process because they are all very different. And another thing you can do is start getting teaching experience and whether that's with your teacher that you learned from growing up or if you've moved to a new area, reach out and see if they are willing to have you either come in and start helping or if they'd like you to take some classes on your own. I know if someone in my area was looking to start the grade exams or needed to get some teaching experience, I would be all too happy to let them in and guide them along the way. So that's another great way to start learning grade exam material if you're starting from scratch. Obviously, if you are going to be teaching beginner classes, you would need to know the beginner reel and light jig, and you could go and use those on your grade exams. If you are set on material and you feel good about where you're at, start taking the exams and plan a timeline for yourself. So if you need three months between each of the grade exam sets that you do, plan accordingly get a plan, start figuring out where you're going to need to go to take the exams at the pace that you want. And then the other piece of advice I have is to get help where you need it. So maybe you have never done Kaylee's before, but you are a championship dancer. See if you can get a group together or in my school, our adult class is where we do a lot of Kaylee's. So someone who needed help Learning the Kayleys might want to come into the class as a student first and then maybe start taking on some of those classes to get the teaching experience. And I'm sure other schools are set up similarly. And that's a great way to learn not only the material, but learn how to teach. So that's all for this episode today. 
I want to thank you for listening and I want you to get involved. We have a new Facebook group that is for TCRG to CEO radio listeners. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash TCRG to CEO. I will link it in the show notes so that you guys can find it. I want to be able to connect with you. want you guys to be able to connect with each other and connect with me. We can talk about the exam process. We can talk about what we need help with and start this community going. So go ahead and join that. Thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe.